Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends. This is Matt Svitikovic and you are listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. And today we're going to have a very interesting conversation. So we're going to be talking about this idea of pulling your weight in a marriage or in a relationship and this idea, this assumption that everything should be 50-50. Now, I should note here that typically whenever I sit down to record an episode for you, sit down in front of the microphone, I've given just a little bit of thought to what I'm planning to speak about or I have like a burning desire to share, you know, a particular concept or idea that's like really clear in my mind. But today, like I don't have any of that. All I know is that I want to sit down and share with you what's worked in my marriage. So I've been with my partner for over 25 years and we've been married for 22 years. It will be 22 years later this year. And I am really aware that I've never subscribed to this idea that something has to be 50-50, even though I like honestly, fairness is one of my most important values. I think like growing up, the elders of three girls, three sisters, my parents were always fair when it came to how they divvied out responsibilities and they set different rules for each child, which I did not love. So I walked into adult wanting things to be fair. But I also understood when it came to relationships that fairness didn't necessarily look like everything being split down the middle, like 50-50. I do 50% and you do the 50% in every single area. So let me explain to you exactly what I mean by this. And I think it's pretty timely that I have a son with a physical disability. He's now 16. And for him to walk into any future relationship and have this expectation by his partner that he's got to pull like 50% of the weight when it comes to chores specifically, like something that he might not physically be able to do. Most of us can see in that scenario how, okay, there might need to be some adjusting here. Or let's just say you have a partner who is currently really ill. Well, let's just say they're in a car accident, they're in a coma. I think that most of us intuitively understand that like this is a different season in our life and that we're not going to like leave our partner now because they're not doing 50% of the chores. So you probably want to know, like if I haven't subscribed to this 50-50 mentality in a relationship, what has worked for me over the last 25 years? And this is where I share with you that my husband and I, in our relationship, we work to our strengths. We don't sit down and measure who is doing what at any particular time. We instead know and trust that we're each going to contribute to the relationship because we want this relationship to work, even though those contributions might look a little bit different. So let's just say when it came to child rearing, there were a couple of years when I first had my kids where I was a full-time stay-at-home mom and my husband was a full-time breadwinner. So he contributed 100% to the finances and I did the bulk of the child rearing. That's not to say that I didn't have help when I needed it, but I never looked at him and thought, okay, you need to be doing 50% of this. And he never looked at me and thought, well, you need to 
to be doing 50% of this. Okay, it's about working to your strengths. And it's really funny because if you'd ask my husband what his best relationship advice is. Now, remember, I once shared with you that my best relationship advice is to just agree to disagree. Okay, for that, that has like diffused so many potential arguments just by saying, you know, it's totally okay if you have a different opinion from me. We're just going to agree to disagree on this. This one piece of advice has been a game changer and a lifesaver when it comes to our relationship because it stops us from taking those arguments or potential arguments to the next level. We just nip it in the bud straight away. But it's really interesting because when I told my husband about that previous episode that I recorded and I said to him, this is what I'm going to be speaking about. Okay. Agree to disagree. He mentioned that his best advice all had to do with playing to your strengths. What this looks like is that if someone actually genuinely in the relationship enjoys doing something, let's just say when it comes to mowing the lawn, my husband does that a hundred percent of the time because he likes mowing the lawn. I don't. So I've never mowed a lawn in my entire life. When it comes to cooking, I do all the cooking because my husband, number one, doesn't know how to cook and number two, doesn't enjoy it. Now I'll speak a little bit more in a, in a moment about what to do when you both don't actually like the task. But for the most part in our relationship, like paying bills and finances, that's always been my strength. Okay. I will pick up the slack when it comes to that because I genuinely enjoy doing it. And when it comes to like taking the kids for like to kick the ball around or like all the soccer stuff and all the sports stuff, he has picked up the weight when it comes to that because he loves doing it. Now, obviously there's times where we help each other out. Okay. Totally normal. But for the most part, like most of the chores and most of our responsibilities, like as parents and as partners in relationship have first and foremost, like taken into consideration the things that we like to do, the things that are our strengths, the things that we enjoy doing and the things that we're good at. Okay. Now I should note here that even though yes, like he goes and does my car stuff and make sure that it's serviced to make sure that my engine oil is full and all that stuff. Not everything that we do like falls into the traditional female and male roles. Okay. We mix it up. I absolutely love taking care of the finances. And when it comes to any Ikea project or any do it yourself project, I'm telling you, like I'm the one that puts up my hand to do it because I genuinely love to do it. And he himself has so many different ways of stepping up to the plate and contributing to our relationship, but we're not sitting there and thinking it has to be 50, 50. So number one, we're always working to our strengths. And when it comes to activities or chores or things that we don't particularly love to do, we go by how full our cup is in that moment. So I often used to reference this analogy of a cup, a cup of love when it comes to parenting. And the same metaphor can be applied to relationships. Like just think for a moment about what would fill your cup of love. Okay. It's when someone does something really nice to you, when they compliment you, when they help you out, when they show you that they can be trusted, when they show you respect and loyalty and honesty, when they have your own back, like all those experiences in both relationships and in parenting will contribute to your cup feeling really full. So for the most part, like we do what we can to contribute to this metaphorical cup every single day. And I swear it isn't by doing anything fancy. It's just by being a normal, good human being, by showing respect, by being trustworthy, by being honest, by being loyal, by just modeling like a really healthy, normal relationship. I swear there's so many people in this world who by default, like create really drama filled relationships, but give me boring any day over the drama. Like that is my ultimate goal, just a normal, simple, healthy relationship. And this is where I need to add a really important caveat. Okay. You need to allow for your partner to be a human at times. Okay. Not everyone's always going to have an up day. Sometimes we're going to have a down day, a low day. Sometimes we're going to be more tired or more stressed than others. Sometimes we're just going to be feeling really blah. Sometimes we're going to be sick. Sometimes we're going to need a rest. Take those things into consideration when it comes to your 
relationship. Allow your partner to have their human moments and don't sit there and think, well, I did my bit. Okay. I did my 50%. Now it's your time to contribute your 50%. I promise you like just a heads up. There are going to be days where they can give 80% and there are going to be days where they can only give 20. There are going to be days where you can only give 20% and there are going to be days where you get 80. Now, obviously like a healthy relationship means that it all balances out in the end, but we're going to contribute to the relationship in different ways. I always like to keep in mind that, you know, so much of our pain comes from the expectation that we have about how people should act. So many of us think that our partner should do this or they shouldn't do that. And this is what a relationship should look like. Whereas I am giving you this option to just sit back and relax and do what works best for you. Okay. It's not always going to be 50, 50, and that is okay. There may be seasons in your relationship where someone literally only has 20% to give, like they have nothing more to give, especially like if they're struggling with an emotional issue or a physical issue, like they only can give as much as they can. But when the foundation of your relationship, underlying foundation is built on honesty and trust and respect and good communication, like all the things that you might value in a relationship, it is so much easier to weather the storms, like to go through the different seasons, the hard seasons, like we all face hard seasons, but ultimately when you know that you've made that commitment, that you've made that commitment to each other to stick together through thickness and thin, through good times and bad, it's so much easier to just like completely ditch this idea of everything having to be 50-50. I'm going to do what I can. My partner's going to do what he can. We're going to work to our strengths. And on days where I might be feeling a little bit more emotionally or physically depleted, this is where I need to be honest and put up my hand and say, do you know what? Like I need to have, I've got to take a back seat today. Like you've got to pull a little bit more weight today because I physically and emotionally can't. And then there's going to be days where he's had a really long work day and he's feeling so exhausted. He's had a terrible sleep. And here I am really energized. I'm just going to do more that day. Okay. I could do 90%. He could do 10%. I can do hundred percent. He could do 10%. And it doesn't really matter. Honestly, like for us in our relationship, that number, that percentage number is completely arbitrary. Now I should probably add a disclaimer here because I'm sure like over the course of our total 25 year relationship, it has probably balanced out to something like 50, 50 in terms of like how we show up and how we contribute. But if you were to sit there and nitpick like all those different numbers, like the percentages that, you know, over the course of one day, we might contribute to child rearing or finances or chores or any other area of that constitutes a relationship, romance and so forth. Those numbers would be all over the place. And there might be some particular areas where it's never, ever been a 50, 50 thing. And that's okay. Okay. You've got to do what works best for your relationship. And for us, it's always been like working to our strengths, working to our energy levels, doing what we can, and just trying to be like two normal human beings in a healthy relationship as opposed to sitting there and judging the numbers, analyzing the numbers and using the numbers against each other. Okay. We don't do that. And you have the option to like completely ditch this ID too. So I hope this has been useful for you. And I know like it feels really weird sharing like the way that our relationship works, but it works really well for us. And I really encourage you to like, let go of any preconceived notions that you might have about relationships and instead just find what works best for you. And of course, this is just assuming that you're in a healthy relationship and that your partner is a normal, good human being. So that's it for today's episode. So my friend, if you want to know more about my very specific relationship tips, just message me and I'll send you a link to my course, Reignite Your Relationship, which was created for anyone who knows that they have a keeper, but they sometimes feel like throwing them away. And if we're entirely honest, like we all feel that way sometimes. This course is not always open, but if you message me, I will send you a link. And that's it for today. Take care until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidikovic or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. 
There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Francis Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.